passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Mike Berry thinking in, I don't want to say similar terms, but he brings up another contract that you could deem maybe not as good. And that is the idea of Jose Barrios. Mike writes, I think Jose Barrios could be a fantastic option for the Mets, a solid workhorse type rotation arm this offseason. He's not an ace, but Barrios has made every single one of his starts over the past six years. And over that time, Cole and Nola are the only pitchers who have pitched more innings than Jose Barrios. Barrios. That's a, by the way, that's an incredible stat. Think about that for a second. And I'm just trusting Mike's right about it. I'd have to fact check it, but it sounds right. The guy is the personification of reliability in a starting pitcher. While I'm sure the Blue Jays value him, I can't imagine they're thrilled with a five-year, $100 million that remain on the deal. The Blue Jays had a glut of rotation options heading into 24 and a dearth of position players. Perhaps they would be interested in offloading him in an effort to redistribute their investments a bit. I don't think it would take much to pry him away. Maybe a package of Vientos, unknown post-hype prospect with uh, theoretical potential, and Luis Guillorme. I like him as a bench player, but his value is replaceable. The Mets picked up a similar player in Zach Short last week. Would that be enough? This would be a way to essentially get Aaron Nola Light on the roster without having to throw gobs of money around. Let me know what you think. Well, I think a couple of things. He is the exact personification. You are right, Mike. The exact personification of a reliable arm, of a guy, and that is so needed and so important. A guy that you know is making his starts every five days. 32 starts last year for the Blue Jays. 32 starts the year before that, 32 starts the year before that in 2021, 12 starts in 2020, which is essentially a full season, 32 starts in 19, 32 starts in 18. He is absolutely reliable. Now, he had a terrible 2022, and he had a very solid 2023, 
So obviously you hope you're not getting the five and a half ERA that we saw from him in 2022. But yeah, I would love to acquire him. And I guess where I would differ with him is I don't think that contract's a bad contract. Like, I think when you look at starting pitchers in Major League Baseball and how desperate teams are to acquire starting pitchers, I think I would look at that contract and what's remaining on it and say, that's not bad. In fact, I think it's a really good value deal. So I don't think the Blue Jays would have any interest in dealing him. And I certainly don't think they would look at the contract as a bad one. So here's what he's making. He's making $17 million in 2024, his age 30 season, $18 million in 2025, his age 31 season, and $18 million in 2026. He then has an opt-out, which I got to tell you, I think he takes. You know, if he's out there making 32 starts over the next couple of seasons, I think this is essentially a three-year contract in which you're paying him $18 million a year, and that's a steal. If he opts in, it's $24 million in 27, $24 million in 2028. I do not think, I'd love to be wrong about this, by the way, Mike. I do, I'm sorry, not Mike. Yeah, no, Mike. Mike's the one who said this. I just want to get everybody correct on this. I don't think the Blue Jays are going to have an interest in trading him. And if they do, let's say they say, you know what? We're interested in trading him. Let's see what we can get back. I think the return is going to be a lot because I think the teams that miss out on some of the premier starting pitchers are going to fall all over themselves to try to get Jose Barrios. So I'm with you halfway. I'd love to trade for him. I don't think he's out there. I I hate when I see someone have a bad year like he did in 2022. It was so bad. It wasn't just a high ERA. The whip was high. The walkouts and strikes strikeouts were, were pretty much the same ratio as normal. But I can't stand when I see those because my thing is, it, was it an outlier? Was it a one and done? Or is that going to be like a every other year they're inconsistent? And a lot of times that's what happens. And Let me I ask you a question. Yes. Let me ask you a question. And it was a terrible year last year, uh, two years ago. Two years ago. Depends yeah. how you want to call it. Last year is really 2023, so I don't even know what year we want to refer to as. Would you rather have a guy who has that season, 32 starts, 5270 RA, whatever it was, or would you rather have a guy who makes 15 starts and has a really good season, but it's only 15 starts, and now you have to find a way to replace those 17 starts he can't make? And the chances are the guys who are making those 17 starts are so freaking bad <laughs> that it offsets how good that player was in his 15 starts. Would you rather have the reliability of 32 starts or 15 really good? And then I guess I got to figure out a way to piece together the remaining 17. For call-up purposes, yeah, you, I guess you want the, the consistency. But in the end, it all averages out the same. It's still a, a bad... <laughs> situation old man winter here if i had it my way it would stay winter all year long short days wind chill black ice and a good polar vortex <laughs> heaven wait is it getting warm in here your cold snap is over old man winter spring has arrived spring spring is here which means it's the perfect time to get away in the hyundai you've always wanted visit the hyundai getaway sales event where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning hyundai models like the tech-filled tucson and kona as well well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. 
Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It really does. It really is regardless. You think about it. Think think about Shohei Otani, right? Let's say we get Shohei Otani and he makes 15 starts in 2025, right? Okay. Great. You have to piecemeal it together. You throw right. with the Dave Petersons of the world, the Tyler, Tyler McGill's. In the end, that could still equal a 5.290 ERA with a 1.47 whip if you combine them all together. No, I, I think it turns out to be similar, and that's why I would bank on the guy that's making the 30 starts. I mean, yeah, you you always have that risk with anybody you sign that they're going to have a bad year. Bad years happen, even amongst really good players. I would get concerned when it's numerous bad years. That's what would cause me to panic. That's why we haven't talked a lot about this guy because I don't think any of us really think he's a fit for the New York Mets, and that's Cody Bellinger. Cody Bellinger is one of the more sought-after free agents in all of Major League Baseball. Cody Bellinger is so different than a guy like Jose. I know it's different positions, but I guess you'll understand my point. So different than a guy like Jose Barrios, who had a bad year. He had a bad year mixed in over a career in which he's been mostly solid. Cody Bellinger, after he won the MVP in 2019, became an unplayable baseball player. Like, he was so bad, so putrid in 2021, you couldn't play him. Like he, There was a point where you're like, I can't, I can't actually start this guy. And in 2022, it was sort of the same, to the point where the Dodgers non-tendered him. So he has a really good season last year with Chicago. He's still only 27 years old. And so a team is going to sign him to a mega contract. I would tell you right now, I would not feel good about signing him. I'd not feel good about signing him for a myriad of reasons. Number one, some of his metrics last year kind of show you that it was a lucky year that he had with Chicago, that it's going to be very unlikely he's even going to repeat the numbers he put up last year. And then also you have three seasons, a three-season sample size in which he wasn't good. So I think there's a difference between a guy who has a bad year and a guy who has three bad years in a row, and you're trying to determine, okay, who is he really? Big difference. No, I, I, I agree, and I 100% listen. If Cody Bellinger somehow does not get a huge contract, doesn't get a long term contract, I'm willing to take a risk on like a one year prove it to me contract. But on that note, too, it's not my first choice. Like, that would be like desperation. February's around the corner, and we have a, we were still missing an outfielder. We didn't make that Christian Yelich trade, and we need to fill a spot. Hey, Cody, do you want to play for you know one year, thirty million dollars? I'll give that a shot, but I don't want to go. I'm I'm not interested in Cody Bellinger as far as a long term deal. I would almost give anybody a shot on a one year deal because you have so little to risk and so much to gain. I don't think that's going to be an issue. Bellinger is coming off a good statistical year, and he's going to get a long-term contract. And somebody will pay him, and then we'll find out if you and I were right, because we happen to agree on this, that Bellinger is a major, major risk in free agency. Josh Sachs writes, Guys, I thought Mendoza was very impressive at the press conference and seemed to be a really nice guy. That worries me. (laughs) I know it's just day one press conferences, and it's probably making too much of it. But I hope he shows the toughness on and off the field that this job needs. 
I just don't see him as the type of guy who's going to go nose to nose with umpires or benching someone for not running out of play, et cetera. Nice guys finish last. I guess we'll see. His reputation, and that's all we can look at right now, his reputation in that Yankee locker room is that he is a tough guy. I don't know if we live in a day and age anymore in which any manager is going to just bench someone when they don't hustle. I know we've seen it a little bit. We've seen it in baseball, but it's not, I don't know, this isn't 1969 anymore. You know, Gil Hodges isn't walking out the left field. So you want to see guys hustle, obviously. Nobody wants to see somebody drag their ass on a baseball field. But I don't know if we're ever going to see the Earl Weavers of the past. I think it's just a rarity. I thought he came across fine in his press conference. You know, we did that instant reaction to it. If you missed it, I recorded it right after he was done. It's it's tough, man. It's a press conference. And the truth is, I think we're all going to forget his press conference someday. Like we're going to forget it even existed. We're not going to remember anything that he said because it's a press conference introducing a manager. Carlos Mendoza will be defined by what happens on the field, how he handles bullpens, how he handles tough questions, how he handles his lineup, and then obviously, ultimately, if this team wins. This team needs to win. And if they don't win, yes. Like every other manager that's come through this town, he will be criticized. But I would not be overly worried about him being too nice of a guy. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.